Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good September Saturday morning. And first we had the Dove season opening up. And this weekend it is the teal season. Actually opened up yesterday. And I'll recap my opening day hunt yesterday when we talked to Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures, which is where we hunted. We'll also get a live from the blind report on the western end of the state. We'll be talking to Hayden Richard of a million waterfowl hunters a little bit later on from his teal duck blind. And the reports from the southwest part of the state have been Nothing short of phenomenal. I've uh, been kind of fair to good on the eastern side, but not quite as good as the west. We'll give you a complete rundown on that. Now, if you are going to be teal hunting, as some of you who are texting in right now are on your way, some reminders about some of the things you need to check before you get out there. You need your basic hunting license, your state duck stamp, your federal waterfowl stamp. You need that, and this is the one a lot of people forget, the harvest information permit. It's called a HIP. And what it is is you go to a licensed vendor or you do it online. It will ask you how many birds of which species you hunted last year, if you hunted them. And it's absolutely free, but it is as important as your licenses. If you're going to be hunting on a state WMA, wildlife management area, you do need the permit for that. Unless, of course, you have the lifetime license or the all-inclusive combo license, then it's already covered. Uh, Don't forget there's a new exhaust regulation. Uh, for mufflers on uh, surface drive engines, uh, you got to have a muffler system, the original equipment intact, or it cannot be missing or altered to where it creates an uh, unusual amount of noise. So be aware of that regulation. Also, be aware uh, for alligators. Uh, this time of the year when you're out there teal hunting, the alligators are, are still feeding very much so. So be, uh, uh, take precautions. Uh, you're going to be in an alligator area and make sure you take care of that dog too they, that can be a horrible experience and lastly check the plug in your shotgun if you have an automatic or a pump uh, for whatever reason some people might have removed the plug after the hunting seasons make sure you put it in there so your firearm can only hold three shells and by the way in an emergency a piece of cane or a twig or anything that you can put in that magazine tube to prevent any more than three shells going in is legal. doesn't have to be a factory-installed plug. And make sure, of course, your gun's in working order. And uh, use steel or other non-toxic shot. No lead. you got to take the lead out when you're waterfowl hunting. All right, well, good luck to you. Uh, if you want to take a look at some pictures of our hunt from yesterday, go to my Facebook page. Got a couple pics from yesterday on the blue-winged teal and also some from of our opening day hunts from the past. What you're also going to see on that page is a picture of four Louisiana game wardens posing with evidence from today's bad boys of the outdoor story. We've got two alleged 10-point buck rustlers. They got to jump on the season, but 
these agents got the jump on them. It's another bad boy tale initiated by a phone call from a tipster. Also, we got reports in late yesterday afternoon, postings on social media from Holly Beach, courtesy of Louisiana Fishing Report, of a, a pogie boat net accident. Uh, and, of course, you know, fishing for the pogies in the Menhaden, uh, this report says that there was an accident, a net ripped, and there are many bull redfish and other species washed up on the beach. You can see those pictures. Uh, go to the page of Louisiana Fishing Report. If anyone actually witnessed that firsthand, I have not got an official uh, notice from Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. I don't know if they've created an investigation or started one. But if anyone was in that area yesterday and witnessed that, uh, please text me. And that text number to contact us is 504-260-1870. We've also got red snapper landings to tell you about through September the 3rd, where we stand on our quota. Uh, the coastal marine forecast, north and westerly winds this morning. A little unusual for this time of the year. One-foot seas, it's good for you offshore snapper, tarpon fishermen. And on the inside, we got a light chop with a little bit of a light north wind. Only drawback, a lot of heat still going to be around, not much rain. And your average tide range is only a point. Three. Not a lot of water moving out there. All right, we'll be right back to get to your text message, get to our fishing reports, our hunting reports. It's what we do every Saturday morning right here, 5 to 7 a.m. on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's get this party started where we do each other every Saturday morning with Robbie Campo at Campo's Marina in Shell Beach. Uh-huh. Robbie, what's going on down at the beach this week? Well, uh, Don, um, <laughs> not much. Not much wind blowing this morning. Seems like it's going to be a really pretty day. Uh, um, you know, we're starting to see some speckled trout being caught in the inside, um, which is a little bit earlier than expected. And I'm, but you know, Don, not really, you know, the the numbers I want yet. But nevertheless, they're starting to see some trout around the lake here, uh, on the eastern shoreline of Lake Barn. Um, actually, actually, it's kind of on the west side of the lake too, over toward the Regalies. Uh, what I kind of think happened when those trout spawned for the last time last moon, because um, you trout spawn is pretty much over with. 
I think those fish came around, uh, the, you know, the Creole Gap area and went through and migrated back up towards Pontchartrain. I've seen uh, <clears throat> some reports that, you know, Chad Champagne and those guys are catching some really nice fish up that way, up in um, by the Regalies over there. And I think I think maybe the migration happened just a little bit earlier than, than expected. You know, everybody always waits for the fronts, and including me, I like to wait for the fronts to, you know, to see them. But, um, you know, showing up early is good, too. So, uh we're starting to see some, you know, some really nice catches coming in. Uh, still catching some over here on the backside of the dam going down to the Long Rocks. Uh, you know, uh, starting to see, you know, that Lake Elwha area, not Bay Elwha, Lake Elwha starting to catch a few around up, around up in Point of Point and Half Moon and Blonde Pass. Still getting some fish over in the Christmas Camp Lake area. Uh, a lot of white trout mixed in them. Um, matter of fact, we fried some white trout up last night. <clears throat> I tell you what, talk about delicious. It was, it, that, that's some of the finest eating right there if you get them fresh, you know. So, especially when they're fresh. But, uh, I tell you, Don, it's been a, it, you know, it's been a, a pretty good week of fishing. Um, you know, yesterday teal season opened up. <clears throat> As most of you know, if you're a teal hunter, not too many birds back up in that Biloxi Marsh. But they did kill some on the private-owned land around here. So, uh, you know, and it's more teals than I've seen uh, shot around here in, in quite some time. So we, we just may have some kind of little teal season around here, Don. I don't know. Yeah, well, we need one more little front. And, uh, of course, it's it's going to be very late in the season. I think it's the day before the end or the day of the end. But we got another full moon coming. So it should be some more birds moving into the state. Uh, yeah, you know what I did see yesterday out teal hunting was more model ducks and wood ducks out in that marsh than I've ever seen during teal season. Well, um, you know, and somebody asked me yesterday, uh, would it, can you shoot a model duck during teal season? They heard that you could. I said, I don't know. <laughs> no. I said, I don't think so. I said, but no, uh, no, no. They, they said, oh, no, you, I, I think you could kill a black guy. I said, I don't believe so. I said, uh, but I'll I tell you what I'm going to do. I will ask I will ask Don Dubuque tomorrow morning, and, and I will find out for you if that's a yay or a nay. I think it's nay, but I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I don't believe you could do that. Yeah, you're right on target. No model <laughs> teal. No model teal. In fact, they yeah, changed exactly. the, the – they changed it during the regular duck season, too, for model ducks. You cannot shoot a model duck during the first split, only in the second split, and it'll be one per person. So they really are protecting them. But uh, there are a lot of them out there. We saw plenty of them yesterday, and uh, that's a good sign. Maybe we'll have a, a pretty decent waterfowl season. Robbie, one thing I want to ask you before you go, shrimp. Uh, I'm hearing just tons and tons of abundance of shrimp. They're not paying anything yeah. at the markets for them, so a lot of the, no. the shrimpers are selling them. You can get a really good deal on shrimp right now. Tell people how they might want to do that if they're going to be down near St. Bernard Parish this weekend. Well, well, Don, you know, uh, these fishermen are struggling. Um, you know, the the factories are shutting down. Uh, the shrimp docks are not buying. Um, you know, like, you know, you can't go every day. It's almost you got to almost have an order to go out. You know what I mean? So they're going to open up, like, maybe Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then they shut down the rest of the week. So these guys are shrimping. You know, shrimp only stay around for so long, whether the, whether the factory's open or not. So um, <clears throat> these guys are shrimping. 
you could get you a sweet deal on some shrimp. I tell you, Don, it's the cheapest thing you could put in your freezer, far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, right now, I, and look, you could any boat down here or sell them to you. You know, all you got to do is just stop. You see, a, you see somebody over there by their boats on, a, you know, around these shrimp docks. You just stop over there and ask, and and you could pick you up a pretty good deal on some really nice shrimp. To take home, uh, fill your freezer with. Uh, you know, it's a shame what's going on here, but uh, I, I tell you, Don, these guys, you know, they work so hard, man, trying to. You know, trying to make a living, and you know, and and no, no price, and you know, it's just a, it's just terrible what's going on with these guys. But, uh, but you know, nevertheless, you know, you could stop there and get you a box full of shrimp, take them home, and fill your freezer up, and and you know, at a at a really decent price. I wouldn't say, you know, right now you could pick you up a good box of shrimp right now for, you know, from anywhere from a buck fifty to three dollars a pound. You know, so. Uh, you know, it all depends on, you know, what size they have. But um, nevertheless, I mean, these shrimp are running, pretty much running a, you know, uh, uh, a 2630, a 2630 count shrimp running straight. So that's a that's a beautiful shrimp. So, uh, yeah, come on down to St. Bernard Parish. Anybody you see on a, on a shrimp boat, you stop there and you can pick you up a sweet deal. Yeah, and you know, Robbie, with today's prices, anybody that's been in a grocery store knows what the prices are. When you can get twenty six thirties for those prices per pound, you're talking about that's some of the least expensive, best food you can possibly buy. You know, they might want to look into something down there in the parish of setting up some kind of a uh, a permanent market, a, a building that would be open where these shrimpers could come bring their shrimp, and and customers, the retail customer would know they're there, and they can sell direct to the public. And probably well, you know, we, it's a little bit more effort, but it would certainly make yeah. more money for them than it would trying to uh, deal with the, 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 the docks, you know? Absolutely. Um, uh, I think we're working on something with St. Bernard Parish right now. Um, it might not be this season, but it'll be it'll be uh, around for next year. Um, it's either going to be on that Parish Road corridor or up in that Araby section, um, you know, to try to get something open where – Kind of like uh, West Wego shrimp market is or seafood right. fresh market is over there. So they need right. something like that in St. Bernard Parish because, you know, somebody really don't want to drive from Metairie all the way down here to come get shrimp. But if they could get it on Paris Road or on in Araby, uh, you know, it makes it, it takes a lot of the drive off. So, um, you know, with gas prices being so expensive, you, you know, most people want to just save the gas to go from work to home to work, you know? So, I mean, but if you could get it within 15 minutes of your house, because Metairie to, to, to Araby is probably what, 20 minutes at best, so you could right. pick up something right around there, it, it would be a lot better for people. And I, I think we're working on something with St. Bernard Parish, and we're going to see if with this next administration if we could get that, we could get something built. Well, keep us posted and uh, remind everybody to take the left, go down there and see Robbie at Campos Marina, and uh, he'll fix you up. Thanks, Robbie, as always. Yep. We appreciate it, my friend. See you next week. All right. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. That's Robbie Campo. Coming up next, Jeff Brule's got a freshwater fishing report for you, and along with others, hunting reports, fishing reports, and your text messages at 504-260-1870. You got a girl named Possum going teal hunting? We'll tell you more about that situation when we come back after this on The Outdoors with Tom Dubuque, Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, dove season, teal season, redfish, red snapper, tarpon, uh, and of course we can't forget bass. All kinds of things to do in the month of September. In fact, National Fishing and Hunting Day will be coming up at the end of this month. We'll tell you more about that in the coming weeks. But we're going to tell you about some freshwater fishing with Jeff Brule. His reports, by the way, are brought to you by Pure Fishing, the distributors of that DuraBraid product. 25% 25% tougher than conventional braided lines. You can get it in marsh green from 6 all the way up to 80-pound test line. Dora Braid is the toughest braided line in fishing. It produces even stronger knots and unequaled shock absorbency. Check it out, Dora Braid by Pure Fishing. Jeff, good morning. Tell us about the bass fishing. Where you want to start this morning? Uh, let's start over on the Pearl River Chef Pass area. I... Uh, Made a trip over there. The, the pearl's around six feet, which is good. We've got a low river. Uh, the kind of bad side of that is the salt water starting to come in on the lower end, Chef Pass area. Now, on the trip I made, uh, we fished around the Wrigley's and Lower Pearl, and we didn't catch a bass. I basically caught one little trout. Did see plenty of bait, so that's, that's good for the area, but most of my reports from that area, the Catherine area, all the marshes around that area are, are, are bad not catching any bass, and it's just very, very tough bite. Yeah, well, you might do some saltwater fishing there. As a matter of fact, I, I got a couple of reports this week that, you know, this time of the year, traditionally, a lot of those speckled trout will move into the mouths of some of the rivers and bayous uh, on Lake Pontchartrain's North Shore, and I heard Bayou Lacombe is producing some speckled trout right now. Yeah, that's common. I always remember growing up teal season, you know, when it's teal started, We'd be out there fishing and over the grass beds in front of Lacombe, and you'd hear those guys shooting teal, and just always remind me that you know when teal season starts, you need to go check for trout, and you, know, you usually can catch some bass mixed in with them because the shrimp, shrimp are coming, kind of coming in, the shad are kind of leaving, and you got like a big buffet right at all the mouths of all the bayous and stuff around the lake. 
Well, Jeff, this has pretty much been the year of the low river stages, especially that Mississippi, which is causing a lot of problems. I was down in Plaquemines Parish, and that saltwater uh, intrusion coming up the Mississippi is causing all kind of human problems. Uh, what's going on over in the Chafalaya Basin? It's also been low over there. Yeah, the stage is less than three feet, and you're starting to see when you look at the gauge, just the tidal movement. You know, you don't see a, like a steady line, and uh, which you just have to kind of fish different with incoming and outgoing tides. But uh, the water temperature is still high over there. The bad thing about this weekend is one of those low tide range weekends. So we just need to cool weather and a little bit more time, and I think all that will start coming back. But the basin is it's kind of a tough fishing place right now, too, because just because just of the high water temperatures, and we just need that switch over to Paul and get everything going again. Jeff, one of the greatest fishing spots in the world is Venice, Louisiana. Uh, and you go down there as, as often as you can fishing the bass. What's going on right now? Overall, it's rather tough, too. Uh, 11 to 12 pound uh, stringers is what's winning most of the tournaments down there. And, uh, you know, the numbers aren't there. But, again, I think it's you know, partly due to the weather and some of the salt water coming in. It's just kind of changing the tactics that you got to use. The, the few trips I've had, um, I'm catching fish. It's still Venice. There's plenty of fish down there. But if you go and go down to places like Octave and Loomis, the water's a little bit fresher there. Uh, the ponds are hot and muddy still, so stick to those main passes. And I'm just flipping pit bosses and red shad worms around any kind of wood cover or banks, you know, with a little water behind the canes uh, to get a few bites. And then again, I think once we get this trigger of a cooler weather and the water temperatures drop, the bites will get a whole lot better. Jeff, I want you to talk about fishing down that area for catfish because that is prime country, and this is prime time. Is you know you can almost catch catfish just about twelve months out of the year. But I got a listener wanted me to ask you about how long before the bass fishing will recover from that salt water coming up the rivers. Uh, it, it's really it's an annual thing, and uh, they want to know if there was a fish kill or not. I mean, it's not that serious. Those fish can move up river and get away from that, right? Yeah, I never heard, heard any fish kills. I know with the storm last year, you probably did have a few fish being killed. Um, you know, some days we go down there, we catch a good number of fish, you know. And I've had some other buddies tell me they're catching 70, 80 bass a day, but they're all just that one-pound range and not any size to them. So uh, it just tells you that they had a good spawn and there's fish there, but it's going to take probably a couple years to get the weights back up to to normal where they usually 15 pounds wins the tournament down there. You catch some threes and fours. But uh, the, the fish are still there. It's just you kind of have to stick to the main river because of the if you get one in the ponds, it's too muddy and hot. And if you get too close to the gulf, all oh, that's salty. So you have to kind of pick and choose where you fish. And, and you know, we've seen a lot of fish, catch a lot of fish, don't get me wrong, but size is not there. And uh, you, you kind of got to change. can't go to the same old spots you used to and catch them. You've got to go hunt all right, let's talk a little bit about catfish in the Mississippi River, especially down on that lower end. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I passed uh, Fort Jackson yesterday, and I call it surf fishing. Uh, you see people, they drive right to the river's edge, and they wade out there a little bit and uh, throw out some dead shrimp or something, and, boy, they catch some nice catfish. What's your best advice for someone maybe that's never been down there and wants to go down there and load up on some catfish? Yeah, it's one of those species here in Louisiana. We've got so many other things to catch. We don't really fool with them that much, but... Uh... I usually try to bring a, at least one pole and a few dead shrimp with me because if you, if you stop on a main pass point or some deep bends, you know, just off a, 
a main pass and a, and a pretty good sized body of water. It only takes about 30 seconds to know if there's fish there. You drop that shrimp to the bottom and use it, it bites quick. Uh, but again, go down forever. You catch a lot of variety. We catch a small drum, flounder, redfish. But usually what I do is I take a half ounce Carolina rig uh, and I just drop it straight down. And I do that because I want to avoid hangups if I don't know what's on the bottom. If you're kind of familiar with there and you can make cast out in deeper holes, you can catch some pretty good sized catfish. But most of them I just fish close to the bank. You, a lot of times you fish out too deep, you catch the hardheads, but if you fish pretty tight to the bank, the catfish are there. Um, it's got to be a little depth to it. But they're 14, 10 to 14 inches. They're delicious fish. But like I said, 30 seconds, you're going to have a bite. You're going to have something tapping on it down there. That's just amazing to me. And you'll also have some very good fish to take home and fry or other recipes. Jeff, thanks for that report. As always, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch up with you on the next trip. All right. Thanks, Don. There he goes, Jeff Brule. Coming back after this, your text messages are coming in, 504-260-1870. We'll share as many of them as we can with our audience. Your comments, your questions, your reports are next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, the latest numbers are in on the red snapper landings for the state of Louisiana. This is through September the 3rd. These estimates usually run about two weeks uh, behind And when they estimate that our total harvest quota, which is almost a million pounds, 935,000, will be reached, uh, the season ends. And as of uh, September 3rd, they estimate that about 81% of the quota, approximately 757,000 pounds of red snapper have been landed. So you still got a few weeks to get out there and get you some red snapper. Uh, We also were... Uh, putting out the word, you know, David Cresson, who's the director of the uh, Louisiana chapter of the Coastal Conservation Association, shot me a text uh, late yesterday with some photos uh, reporting from a, an organization called the Louisiana Fishing Report. Uh, a guy by the name of Wesley Miller made a post of some dead fish washed up on Holly Beach, uh, the result of a pogey boat net accident. I have not got official confirmation from uh, the state agency on that, but if anyone was a witness to that or knows anything about it, please text me with more info at 504-260-1870. We've got those texts coming up, but first we've got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. All right, one of my favorite parts of the show is reading your text messages directly from our listeners to our studio. Uh, we got the worm checking in. Uh, he's back home from his out, out uh, west ride. He said he was at the campground. He met a guy from Gonzales who was also riding. He asked him if he listened to this show. He said no. And then he said uh, he was the guy was also riding, and he asked if he was going to uh, want to ride with him, and he said, uh, hell no. How can I hang with a man from Louisiana that don't listen to Don Dubuque? Well, there you go, worm. Uh, I hope you told him how to get us and how to find us and uh, converted him to become a regular listener. All right, we got another couple of listeners here. Rooster Ray and Mud Tire. Love those names. A couple of Mississippi boys going after those teal again. Yesterday was slow. Maybe today we'll pick up. And uh, got Possum. She's the good luck charm. So uh, the lady named Possum going teal hunting this morning. Things you hear on this show. All right, let's see. We also have... Um, uh, Captain Ross from Cajun Fishing Adventures. I don't know. I didn't run into him. I was down there yesterday and uh, Thursday night. I'm, I'm sure he was uh, resting up from taking all those guys from Tennessee and Mississippi that were catching those bull reds down there. Boy, they had a heck of a time, and 
I saw some really impressive video of some big schools of bull reds right up on the beach. All right, we got, oh, our friend Wingbone in Wilmer, Alabama. Guess what he's doing? He's working on those Wingbone turkey calls, and he does a great job. All right, we got this one, uh, uh, old man Sam in Hammond. He's feeding the dogs and the cats and waiting for the chickens to wake up. He's doing some tailgating at home. It's a great Saturday. He's got the outdoor show leading into the LSU pregame show. The only way it would be better is if he was in the duck blind. Well, yeah, uh, the LSU pregame show is very early. In fact, it will be heard on many of these same stations immediately following us. Uh, we got Butch, our Wyklosky bridge operator. Not seeing any boats. He said the LSU game must be affecting the fishing this morning. Yeah, I can believe that. <clears throat> we have uh, Muddy listening in at work at Norco, wishing he could be out hunting and fishing. He wants to give a shout-out to his buddy Chase, who is down in Venice teal hunting. And let's see, here's one. Uh, looking at the Barataria diversion, seemed like saltwater fishing is going to be affected all the way to Grand Isle. Is that the understanding at this point? Yeah, that's pretty simple terms, but yes, and it's a very complicated issue, but uh, very much to that is uh, so true. All right, we're going to come back and get to some more of these texts, but right now, a break coming up, and we come back, we're going to be uh, joined by Mitch Jurisic uh, down at the Delta Marina in Empire. Find out what's happening there on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we're joined by Mitch Jurisic at the Delta Marina in Empire. And, uh, Mitch, it's been a while since we were able to catch up with you. You have had a very busy summer, and boy, I'll tell you what, there is a lot of things going on down in Plaquemines Parish, especially with that LNG project going on down there. I guess those guys are eating you out of house and home down there, huh? <laughs> no, it's actually, it's been kind of a blessing for all of us. You know, they bring in, bring in a lot of business to the parish, uh, something that, that we've been missing for a while. You know, the grocery stores, restaurants, convenience stores, gas station, everyone's, you know, benefiting off of this not to mention all the rental properties and stuff so it's been a it's been a true blessing we something we've needed you know we were we were getting in kind of a bind in our parish but this is looks like we're going to be digging ourselves out the hole a little bit at a time so it's good to see you know i know it's kind of a traffic you know uh nightmare and some at some points of the days but you know it's called growing pains i guess you know so yeah, uh, how's the offshore fishing been out of the marina there? I know you had some boats that, that go after the snapper, and this is prime time for the tarpon guys, and we've had some pretty decent weather out in that gulf. We haven't had a whole bunch of blow-ups or rough weather. Don, it's just been a phenomenal summer. You know, I've been spending a little time out there myself. and uh, Yeah, but the snapper fishing out the marina, you know, you get it's uh, typical this time of year. The fishing's been uh, getting a little tougher. you got to fish more of the reefs than the rigs, and you know, the rigs have kind of been hit pretty hard, so still loaded up with fish, but they're just undersized. But when you get on these reefs, if you find yourself a little untouched piece of heaven out there, it doesn't take you long. And then also this time of year, the lemonfish really start to stack up around the Empire rigs and stuff like that. This is this is their fall run now. You know, we're going we're gonna to get into some real good fishing with that. And as the tuna... As the mullets start migrating offshore, the tuna start moving a little closer inshore too, and the water's been just absolutely beautiful. Blue water last the last few weeks has been, you know, averaging anywhere from six to ten miles off the mouth of the river, which is really, really nice for those anglers who want to see some really beautiful cobalt blue water. You don't have to go very far. That's great. Um, as far as um the the inside fishing are you starting to see a little bit of transition where speckled trout are starting to move in a little closer 
we're starting to see uh, actually a few, you know, they had a few flocks of birds start popping up again. And it looks like the tra- the fall transition is going to begin, you know, going to begin. You know, October normally, normally them trout start transitioning to their fall fall hot spots. And, and it really gets really good, especially under the birds as well. So we need to need a little cool off, a little cool, one little cool front to come in and kick that off. And the, the word from the guides are there are tons and tons of juvenile redfish now. Uh, they were catching, you know, they just every cast of, you know, small little, you know, puppy, puppy red there, you know, little rat reds all over the place. So they're having to weed through quite a few fish to catch, to catch the keeper size and slot limit. But uh, that's a good sign, you know, uh, maybe these higher salinities this, this summer, although, albeit it's been a nightmare for Plaquemines Parish with the saltwater intrusion, it looks like we can, you know, we had a really good spawn this season. Yeah, that's uh, presented a lot of special problems, especially for you at the marina. But, you know, a lot of people have really chosen your marina to hold weigh-ins and rodeos and different events because you got so much there that they need as far as the cabins and the dock space and the supplies. You got any more rodeos uh, before we, we get into the, the fall and winter seasons? Yes, actually, uh, I think it's the second weekend in October. We have the Fall and Tide Kayak Tournament coming back to us this year, which is a big, big, real big event. These guys come down; they have a great, a great time. They're fun to hang out with. You know, they really, they really come down and have have a whole lot of fun. And what's nice, you know, they got all the inner harbor they can fish right there as well. And this is the time of year some of those fish start moving in the harbors and stuff like that as well. So. So we're going to be looking forward to that big event uh, here shortly. Yeah, and you got miles and miles of that shoreline. Once they get out of the Empire Channel right there, you just hang a right. Man, you got coastline for paddle for miles, uh, and you can find some beautiful fish uh, stacked up there. Well, Mitch, anything else you need to tell us before we wrap up? You got any specials up at the Ponderosa? Well, we've been having a little difficulty, believe it or not. You know, the seafood market has been real slow. This year, I mean, you know, shrimpers are really struggling, and the same in the oyster market. I mean, we have our sales have been way down as far as dockside sales, so it's been kind of difficult to get to get oysters. Even though I'm the oyster guy, and I got you know <laughs> oysters out there, but the best, the special today is going to be oysters because we haven't had them the last couple of days, and I know the people who've been uh, coming by every day the last couple of days for oysters. Uh, they they know today's the day, so. Today's going to be the oyster day. We'll probably hold oyster happy hour all day long today. So. I'm all for that. Mitch, thanks so much for the report. Uh, great t- catching up with you finally. I know you had a busy summer and hope it continues to be a quiet and busy one down there. And, boy, we sure need to get that saltwater problem resolved. That's going to be a big yes, relief. Yes, sir. We, we need some rain bad, but I don't see the, the forecast is pretty grim right now, you know, so. We just keep our fingers crossed, but we don't need it in no bad fashion. We don't need it to come from, That's the, right. from the south-north. You know, so. That's right. Uh, we can deal with adversity in Louisiana. That's for sure. we got enough practice. Thanks again, Mitch. We'll see you next time, my friend. Uh, all right, Don. Y'all have a great weekend. All right, Mitch Juricic. Stop by and see him. Delta Marina and Empire. We come back after this. We head a little further west. We're going to get to the central part of the state, get your Grand Isle report with Captain Darrell Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. It's what you hear on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And I am told by studio producer Colin Steele that we have Darrell Carpenter as a guest this morning. Captain Darrell, how you doing, my friend? Oh, good morning, Don. Did you have any doubts about that? Uh, no. You are there as regular as, well, I was going to say rain, but that ain't been too regular lately. <laughs> 
What's going on at the island? Y'all partying down there this weekend? No, 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 no. Lord, look at all the shrimp jumping as I'm easing out. Um, no, we're, uh, yeah, we're partying. We're working. Um, between between the shrimping and the going chase these fish this morning, there's, there's a whole lot of work going on. Uh, Don, it's kind of the broken record, you know, that we've talked about the last couple of weeks. These fish are hard in transition, I believe, and uh, you're finding fish, a lot of fish everywhere, just not always the ones you want. Uh, you know, you're having to move around. You're not finding fish ganged up. Nearly every stop's going to produce a few, but then you just got to kind of move on because they're scattered out everywhere. We haven't had anything to gang them up. You know, a true cold front that drops the temps and the water temp or anything like that. So, I mean, there's plenty of action. You just A lot of them are small, and you just got to move around and try to find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bull Reds, man, I, 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 one of uh, Ryan Lambert's customers uh, pulled out the cell phone and captured some incredible uh, big bull redfish frenzy feeding right along a beach over there. Is that still going on over there in Grand Isle? Well, for the last week or so, it's also been happening along the banks in the marsh. Uh, you'll find a school of 15 or so of them ganged up together working a marsh bank because that's where the majority of our shrimp still are. So, uh yeah, I mean, it's happening. I mean, there's a reason why you see, I, I guess there's a reason why you see uh, 150, 200 of them dead on the beach from the pogey boats is because they're in close and they're everywhere. Yeah. Did you hear anything on that uh, supposed accident, a net ripped and a lot of the, the bycatch drifted out and washed up on the beach over there by Holly Beach? No, I've seen the uh, I've seen the pictures on social media, and that just yeah. I mean that just goes to debunk you know, that goes to debunk the fact that they don't catch bull reds because they're you know the net's full of them when it rips. Yeah, you know, and uh, and the quote from the person that put the post up was you know they want to reduce the recreational catch to three fish and tighten up the slot limit and not keep any over the top of the slot, but yet the pokey boats are allowed to destroy uh, in big numbers those big bull spawners. That that's incredible. Yeah, and look, look, they took the most drastic, they took the most drastic of proposed regulations simply because that's what was in the audience that day. You know, the pretty much the non-consumptive users were in the audience. Uh, I think there's a happy median to be reached, but everybody else is going to have to speak up. You know, I mean, uh, I do believe that we need to give our redfish a little bit of a break. Uh, I think what they're proposing is probably a little drastic. And, uh, you know, you save, to quote wildlife and fisheries, you save a single fish and you've already done something good. So let's start saving a few more. Just uh, just not, just don't cut your nose off. You know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Well, Darrell, you know, there's a whole group of fishermen who <clears throat> don't like to fish in the summer because they don't like to fish in 90 to 100 degree weather. But their time is coming. And if those people want to check uh, your dates that are open and see if they want to book a trip, tell them how to get you. Yeah, Don, they can find me on your site at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, RealScreamers.com, that's the majority of the information on it, to try to keep it accurate. Or just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. All right, have fun until we catch up with you next week, and then have fun then. We'll talk to you then. (laughs) Thank you, Don. Have a good day. (laughs) 
All righty. RealScreamers.com, Daryl Carpenter. All right, uh, still to come in our second hour, we're going to be getting some more reports. We're going to talk to Captain Ryan Lambert, who I shared some uh, teal blind time with yesterday. We had a, a fairly good hunt. It uh, wasn't as what he would have expected for an opening day, but uh, some good numbers of ducks, and it's always a pleasure to be out in the duck blind. Uh, we're also going to check in on the western end of the state, Hayden Reshort of Vermilion Waterfowl. Uh, he is actually the latest world champion duck caller, and he's from Louisiana. It was, uh, I think, 60 years or so before we had a representative from Louisiana who won the title of world champion, and he's done it uh, again. He's repeated. He also won the Gaydon duck calling uh, and goose calling competition down there. He's got a heck of an operation. Uh, I've hunted with him before and hope to hunt with him again this year. We'll get what's going on there. And I'll tell you, the initial reports about rice field hunting, if you've got water in the western part of the state, you are covered up with those little blue wing bombers. Also got fishing report with Captain Mike Gallo, a paddler's report with Captain Eric Mohabarak, a bad boy story. Two guys got in trouble with a 10-point buck and four wildlife and fishery agents. That story and your text message is coming up at 504 504- 260-1870. One more full hour ahead of the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 